When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Matter podcast. I am Laura. And I'm Steph. And happy St. Patrick's Day, you guys. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Welcome to episode number three. This is like the national beer drinking day, I feel like. It is. But I mean, right now we're drinking wine. True. This is a Wine Over Matter podcast. I mean, I literally will drink anything. (laughs) Let's let's not say that, but most things. But let's move on. And um, I have something to tell you guys. Laura and I have been in- we have been, we've influenced. been influenced tonight. We made the infamous TikTok, TikTok pasta. pasta, and it was so good. It was a journey to our TikTok pasta. We yes. had been hearing this week, so we were adamant that tonight we were going to make it for dinner before we recorded this episode, and we had been hearing all week that there was like. A feta shortage because of this pasta that's been going around on TikTok. And we were like, okay, well, we're going to go, we'll go in the morning to Trader Joe's. Try our luck. And we were having a hard time finding it. We were. Like, we walked into Trader Joe's and I feel like I almost forgot about the feta shortage. When we, I feel like those two words together make you want to say something else. And you're like, don't say it. Yes. So walking in, I almost forgot. We get to the cheese aisle. And we're, like, looking at the cheese aisle, and Laura's like, they don't have feta. Like, they have the crumbled feta, but not, like, a block of feta. And I was like, like, think, think, think. Like, what are we going to do? Should we just, like, do the crumbled feta? Like, ew. Like, that doesn't even, that's not fun. And. We found a brick. We found a brick. And And it it really is just the most simple thing ever. It's just tomatoes, garlic, feta, bake it all in the oven. And smush it all up after, and it makes this beautiful feta creamy sauce. Dump your pasta in, mix it around. Throw in some fresh basil. Oh my god, it was okay. ridiculous. We are convinced, though, that you have to use... Orecchiette. Orecchiette? <laughs> I don't know. We're not Italian. I'm, I'm not... Wait, you're not Italian, right? I'm not Italian, <laughs> didn't but... think so. <laughs> that type of pasta... It's, the, it's called, like, the small ear pasta. It looks like little ears. Yes. And it was perfect. It was basically like of all of like the big TikTok pasta videos I've watched on TikTok that have like kind of blown up. That's the pasta they've used. So I told Laura, I'm like, we have to find that pasta. Not even knowing what it was called or anything. Thankfully, we, they had it at Trader Joe's. They did. It was like four bucks. Like we felt very bougie. Like we were like, we are buying <laughs> our four dollar pasta. <laughs> and I swear it makes a difference. It's not like penne where it gets all like mushy and it, it holds itself it tastes like a homemade like pasta it was, it was really good if you are going to make it can't recommend that enough use aura so, yeah or <laughs> whatever <laughs> look it up 
Um, okay, but with that being said, when it comes to all of these insane viral TikTok things that have gone on the last year, is there any that you've tried? Is there any that you've... I mean, I feel like I'm very guilty of like watching TikTok and saving videos and wanting to make all these things and then I don't. So really, (laughs) the only thing I can say I've tried are the chaffles, but not because of TikTok. I saw you finally buy a Dash Mini Waffle Maker and make chaffles and I was like, all right, gotta buy one, gotta do it. Okay, you guys, if you haven't made a chaffle... Oh my God. They're addicting. So good. And you gotta get yourself the mini dash waffle maker they're so good the other one i was besides those those have been like that's been my recent um tiktok find that i have tried to make um earlier in quarantine i'd say my first one was probably the delgana coffee the whipped coffee have you tried that i have not oh my gosh it looks so good so good and then um i think that was probably the big one i know there's been like the cocoa bombs and the pancake cereal and I know some of those sound like so fun to make. It's just, I think about like making pancake cereal and I'm like, do I really need to make pancake cereal? Probably, but I haven't. (laughs) And do I want to make a hundred mini pancakes? Mm. No. (laughs) I mean, want or need, you know, those are two different things. Sure. But yes, like food TikTok is like this long, dark hole you can just get sucked into. and. It's so true. I have spent way more time than I've needed to on TikTok this year. Like I did, I joined TikTok after like quarantine started when it kind of like hit the, like for me, when TikTok first came out, same with Vine. Like I was like, I'm not getting on Vine. Like I don't need one more thing. I'm too old. Like that's for young people. Same with TikTok. We're young. (laughs) I mean, we are, but like younger, you know? Okay, Okay. Fine. So TikTok, I was like, no, like before quarantine, like before COVID and everything, it just seemed like such like a, like, I don't need to be there, you know? And then quarantine hit and I had all this time on my hands and I'm like, yes, I'm getting a TikTok. Yep. Is that basically what happened to you too? No, absolutely. I think I signed on TikTok within the first week or two. Made Jeff make a TikTok video. My one of my first videos is <laughs> with Jeff. I remember. That's the only one he's in, I think, too. Oh my god, but you need to repost that. I know. I will try to remember to post that when this when we drop this episode. But uh, yeah, I just, I yeah, same thing. I just thought I'm way too old for this. Seems like it's just a bunch of high schoolers lip syncing songs and stuff. Totally. And then I got on and now I can sit there for an hour, two hours and like just be scrolling and like. And it's funny how everybody's TikTok is like curated for them. Like nobody's TikTok is the same. Like whatever your, what do they call it? Like the for you page or Uh whatever. It's like whatever interests you. So for a while I was obsessed with like cute dog videos because I had a dog nephew and I was like obsessed. So it was like all dogs. And then I go through like foodie TikTok phases and then I you know bust it it's my song I go through (laughs) so it's so funny it's like so curated towards what you're interested in I wish though at times I could is there a way if any of you um youngins are listening (laughs) please dm us and let us know I want to like sometimes I like I get sucked into something okay but now I'm over it I don't need to see all of those videos next I need something new so I wish there was a way I could like Clear my cookies. Is that what it is? Cookies. Yes. Your cash. Whatever. And yeah, I'm agreed. Because after a while, you're like, okay, a hundred million people have done the same challenge video or whatever. I don't need to see anymore. Exactly. I'm done. Which is the reason why I didn't make a 
TikTok video of us making our TikTok pasta tonight. Oh, you don't think anybody would want to see <laughs> Nobody that? wants to see our TikTok oh, pasta. That's so weird. Again. Okay, that's weird. But, but, um, all right, makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, just being in quarantine the last year, being on TikTok, finding all these things to just kill time because you were just stuck at home and everything. I mean, put so much like just into perspective, I guess. Like, oh my gosh. Overall. Tell me about it. It's this last year has just made you think different about so many things. Just with all the time. First of all, all the time you have for yourself, which you never had before. Because, and for me and you, we didn't even just like go to work still. And we just had every night and weekend to just be at home. Like you and I have been working from home now for, we're two weeks shy of being at home for a year. Yes. And... It's, well, I guess when you guys hear this, <laughs> we will have been exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it'll have been yes. exactly. I, think I want to say it was like March 15th-ish. I want to say the 17th or the 18th was my last day at work. Probably the same day that so, you were, but yeah. ish. But it's just unbelievable how much... How much has changed? Like how many how many things you took for granted before that you don't take for granted now? Like your views towards certain things. I mean... Even, like me, let's talk like friendships and relationships, you know, mm-hmm. like friendships. We went from two weekends before then having this huge meetup with like 50 people that we've known, felt like we've known, but we haven't. We've gotten to meet in person and two weeks later, the world shuts down and all of a sudden we're like, you can't leave your house. Nobody can leave their house. Not just you, like nobody can leave their house. So we're like, okay, let's do a Zoom trivia night, and all of a sudden we're all dressed up on a Friday night. Everybody gets ducked out, and we're doing trivia over Zoom. Like, nobody did trivia over Zoom before. We did a lot of Friday night game nights. We were doing, there's this thing called Jackbox, and we would do these trivia game nights and things like that through it, and it was so much fun, but they, like, as, like, months would go on, they would become far and few between, because you just get burned out, like... When you're working from home, you're on your computer all day, and then the you're like doing zooms with do. friends, and then you just felt like you were on your computer constantly. Yes, but like I also felt like the hardest part when it came to my relationships was just you know your comfort levels. Mm-hmm. You think you know some people's comfort levels. You don't know. You don't know where to like. You just you kind of everybody like kind of just stood back and. Not everybody was very vocal with, like, exactly how they felt. And so, like, I just felt, like, becoming so distant from some people. Oh, I agree. And it was, was really hard. Very hard. And I think just with everything that happened in 2020 in general, I just felt not being able to see people on top of that just added that extra bit of distance. And it just changed, like, so much when it came to my relationships and my friendships. So that's why I did feel it was so important to still make sure those, like, FaceTimes and Zooms and things like that were happening because that was like our only, only way, way of having like connection and stuff. Yes. I mean, I remember I was, you know, a thousand miles away in Washington and you had asked me for my address and I went and got the mail one day and I'm like, I have the cutest postcard that um. Laura sent me. It was like a picture of us. And I was like, oh my God, like little things like that. I mean, they would always matter, you know? I mean, yeah. it's always nice to get stale mail or whatever, but like, especially in Did quarantine. You say salmonella? <laughs> Snail mail. Did I see salmonella? I don't. No, salmonella is never okay. Snail mail is always okay. I just feel like little things like that like became so much more important than like ever before. Like you know, 
I just feel like you could lift people's spirits so easily during that time. And it's crazy that we're like still there. I mean, maybe not to the extent you can safely go out and do more and more now. Um, but I just feel like during that time, it was very scary. And there were only limited ways that you could keep in contact with people and yeah. show them you care, you know? Yeah. I mean, at least for us who... I mean, and we're not here to COVID shame people, but it's like me and you took it super seriously. Super serious. Most for like a large amount of the time. And sure, there were times where when things started looking better, we started like tiptoeing the line more and doing a little more. But like, I mean, there was months where like nothing. Just we were with who we were with and who we were quarantining with, and that was it. And that's hard. Yeah. It's Um, an isolating place. And I'm like, you were lucky to have Jeff. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you missed your girlfriends, you sure, know, yeah. I was lucky to have my parents and my sister, but I don't know if you've ever lived with your parents before, but not every moment is <laughs> easy. I think most of us have lived with our parents I think before, so. just, just not as a <laughs> and 30 adult, or year old. And I mean, my parents are like the best for the majority of the time. It was amazing. But like those situations aren't normal. It's not normal for you to be with the same people 24 seven for months and months at a time. And then there's the people that live alone. Like we have friends that live alone and still to this day have like not seen anybody. Like yeah. they haven't seen anybody. They go to the grocery store and they go to work or whatever. And yeah. like, that's all they do. And I'm, it's, it's so hard to judge what anybody else is doing during this when you're not in their shoes. Like it's very easy to be like, it's me and my man quarantining at home. And why are you doing this when it's this yeah. person you know, by themselves. I don't know. It's it's, it's so hard. Be... I've tried people who've decided to do things. I've tried to not let them do what they do. And then people who are obviously still being extra careful. That's for, like their exactly. family's choice and everything. And that's fine as well. I just, um, and the only control you have is over the choices that you're comfortable making for yourself. So yeah. really that's all you can do. And that's stay true to yourself, yeah. whatever you're comfortable <laughs> with. So Let's go back to, like, work, though, for a second. How do you like working from home? Love it. I do miss certain things. So you and I both work in higher ed. Yep. And when you work in higher ed, there's reasons you work in higher Like, you care about student success, and you care about being on a college campus. And so, yes, I miss, like, being around students. I miss my coworkers. I work at a small community college. It's, like, very collaborative. Everybody knows everybody. I miss that a lot. But like the work-life balance and the time I've gotten back from working from home. Absolutely. Oh my God. It's, it, I can't even imagine. Before I started working from home, I was probably spending anywhere from eight to 10 hours commuting a week. Cause you did not live so, close. To no, you. I was like, yeah, it was far. I, I could sit here and say the cities and stuff, but that's not going to be helpful <laughs> to most of you who don't live here. But yeah, I was sitting in my car going to work, coming home from work every day. And then, yeah, you get home, you're exhausted, you're tired, you make dinner. Like, so having that extra time to want to do anything, like working out, laundry, things like that, you just never want to do it during the week. Where now I feel like it's so easy. Like I could wake up in the morning, I could throw a load of laundry in the washer. I could work out on my lunch breaks. I can do so much where at night, my nights are for me now. Exactly. And I do love that. And on weekends... I don't have to worry about doing the laundry. You have your weekend. I have my weekend. Exactly. I don't feel like I'm working on the weekend as well, like doing the work of my personal life. I'm a morning person, so some mornings I'm up earlier than I need to be, 
And some mornings I start work at 7 and I'm up at 6.55. I literally roll out of my bed and I walk across my room yeah. and <laughs> I sit there and I start my day. And yeah, I just think everything. I'm like, I would like to say I've eaten better this whole time. We've already talked about this. That's not realistic. But better as in like home-cooked meals versus absolutely. like fast food on the way to work or something. Like absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I My just Starbucks think, budget has really been Oh my gosh. Saved. If I go into my Starbucks app, like they're probably like, hello, where yeah. are you? Give <laughs> money to spend. I definitely have had a lot less Starbucks, a lot less just oh, yeah. eating out in general with coworkers and things like that. But I do miss, like I'm very close with my boss and it's hard to believe that I have not seen her in a year except yes. on our computer screen. Well, and you work but, with events. So, yeah. I mean, you have to be a very social person to work with events. And so for your job to not have events for the past year has to feel like a huge part of your job is missing too. Absolutely. Yeah. Virtual events, not the same thing. Not. The, have you been to a virtual event? Like they're terrible. It's so awkward. Well, don't say that because I'm I have to have them keep going. I'm not saying your <laughs> events are terrible. I'm saying they're awkward. Like, because you can't, like, network with people. No, absolutely. And, yeah, they're, they're awkward. Absolutely. A hundred percent. They're not the same as when I got to plan these amazing events of alumni getting the network at, like, a brewery totally. or in an angel game or hockey games and all those, like, types of like, events, of which I love doing. Same. And so I do miss that. It's it's definitely not the same. It's not. Oh my gosh, can you, do you remember, I think we like touched on this last week, but do you remember the grocery stores early in COVID? Yes. Like when I think back at that, like that is something I never in my life could have imagined. I mean, of course, like if there was a big earthquake or something, or you see people that live in like hurricane country or whatever, where there's a hurricane yeah. coming and, and the stores get, but you kind of have a heads up. You're like, there's a hurricane coming, so, like, stock up on food and, you know. But to walk into a grocery store after, like, watching the news and seeing the news start telling you and reading on social media. And you thought and it was end of times. End of times. Couldn't find anything. The thing was, you know, we all know toilet paper. You couldn't find toilet paper. I was like, I don't. Like, I went on, like, a restaurant site and ordered, like, a restaurant size pack of, like, those huge toilet paper rolls. Yeah. And had, like, 12 of them delivered to my house. Like, I was, and they're the, you know, the And they're, like, single ply. Like, yeah. What am I going to do with this? Honestly, like, most panic purchases of my entire life during, like, like March 2020. Yeah, we would just, like, scour, like, websites and just go, we were finding ourselves we lived like at the time we had a target right behind our house and an albertson's right behind our house and we would just like walk over there like praying to find something and like never in my life have i been like oh all we can find is a bag of chicken nuggets and so i guess like and just buying things because you don't know if you're going to be able to find food the next time find some the next time so you would just buy things because it was all you saw like in the frozen section yeah. of just empty, empty cases. Well, and then going, like, you'd go on Facebook. You'd get home from the grocery store. You'd be like, oh, my God, I only found this. And then you'd go on Facebook where people are posting what they see at their stores, which is nothing. And you're like, what is going to happen? Like, yeah. I'm terrified. It was, that was a terrifying, March, March, April 2020 was a terrifying time. It, really it was something was. I never in my life thought I was going to have to live through. And I feel like it taught me a lot. It yeah. taught me a little bit more to be prepared um, for things that taught me, you know, just not to take things like that for granted because sure. we obviously can't predict the future. Nobody could, could have predicted COVID happening. 
And it's just, I think it was a good lesson to be a little bit more prepared. One of my favorite things, though, that was that kind of came out of all of this was the big like support small business yes, movement. I love that. And like just people that were coming up with like little side hustles, like just on Instagram and stuff. And like just all sorts of just, you wanted to like do what you could. Like ever in my life would I spend $13 on just a small loaf of bread? No, but I was buying fresh bread regularly yep. because I knew there was a woman that was trying to yep. stay afloat and support. She wasn't able to work her normal job. So now she was selling totally. baked goods. And same for me. Like, I started my Fresh Flower Friday thing when I was in Washington uh because I found a local florist. She's amazing. Um, Gorgeous flowers. Like, the prettiest flowers I've ever seen in my entire life. And I was like, every single Friday, I'm getting flowers. And it was the biggest mood booster for me during quarantine. It felt like something special that I was doing for myself. And I was supporting a local small business. Yep. So, I, I totally agree. But... I mean, you living in Orange, I don't know if you're not from Southern California, you don't know Orange, but there's not many like hometown feeling cities in Orange County or Southern California, but Laura happens to live in like maybe the one. Yes. I w- <laughs> no, I agree. So we actually purchased a home. Um, we Weirdly, like who buys a house in a pandemic? Who? I don't know. Apparently we do. <laughs> but we bought a new house um, a couple months into the pandemic and Orange was always one of my like dream cities because anytime I was there I felt like I was like the downtown area I felt like I was on vacation I felt like I was just like in a cute little town so cute and I just always loved that about it I always loved the style of the city I just was always a huge fan so it was always like a top city of mine so to move there was a total dream I'm so happy there I love it and it's just has such that small town community feel and so many like people helping other people and like supporting the small and local businesses because Orange isn't a city known to be like full of chains and things no. like that. It's a lot of just like family pop. owned yep. businesses, the mom and pop shops, lots of antique stores and everything. Totally. So just like wanting to like support those places yes. and keep the places, the everything alive was like really important and totally. excited and for I, our new and town. And I felt the same way, you know, whether I was, it was beginning of COVID and I was still in the city where I lived or when I was in Washington, like supporting small businesses was so important to me. But I just, I love, like when I drive to your house, I still see it. Like I drive down your street and everybody has like that big orange where like they post the not post but they write their little like saying or whatever on their big orange and it's a way to show like your neighbors like you like we're in this together like we're all in the city of orange we all support each other that was actually an amazing so it's um i can't think of i feel awful i can't think of the foundation right now um but it's a foundation in the city of orange and they made these beautiful big orange wood signs and they sold them for i want to say bought it for 40 or 50 dollars and all of that money went back into um, spending all of that money at the farmers, local farmers markets in the city of Orange that they then donated to all of the like meal shelters during COVID so to help awesome. get food out to people that were struggling and without jobs and everything like that. So everybody had on their oranges like show kindness and like it was just another like cute way that brought the whole city together. Super cute, like so it was it. so neighborly. Like you, every time I drive down your your neighborhood, still I'm like reading all the signs because <laughs> you could pers- everybody personalize them. Like what does yours say? Um, squeeze the day. Yes, it was so cute, <laughs> and I'm like it just makes you smile. Like when you drive down your street, and I'm like 
that is what I mean about the city you live in. It's just so like homey and like hometown. And I, I just love that. And I feel like them doing something like that as a city together, as a massive city or just not a small city. Yeah. And just doing that like together as a city was so cool. And I feel like there's so many examples of that that have happened during COVID of, you know, communities sticking together and trying to show support and I just, I think that was just such an awesome, yeah, awesome thing that came out There's of it. truly been a lot of dark times this last year. And so it's just, um, it's nice to see with the vaccines and everything else. I yes. feel like we're finally like kind of seeing a light at the end of the tunnel, I think. We don't know how I far hope, back that I light pray. is, but we yeah. can see it. Yes, I agree. So I think um, like, and just reflecting back on all of this, it's, you see the sad times, the but there was also some some good together times too. I agree. So. I totally agree. But um, so, no, I feel like we got we got kind of serious on part I of this do. episode. I, I feel like we kind of need to like. I feel like it's an awkward transition, but we have to transition from serious and, I mean, obviously into the flavor of the week. <laughs> so Laura, okay, what is your flavor of the week? Um, so mine this week, there was a, something I picked up at Trader Joe's this week. It's a new item. It is called the crispy peanut butter filled milk chocolate peanuts. So good. Oh my God. Dude. I love chocolate peanut butter anything. So do I. It's basically this peanut shaped milk chocolate that's filled with a creamy peanut butter and little rice krispies. Oh my so, God. It's insane. So rich and so, oh, so that's good. like, was my favorite sweet treat that I've tried this week. And it was kind of the first thing I that came it. to mind for my I'm flavor like, of the week. You had like messaged me on Instagram from one of those Trader Joe's pages and we're like, we need to try these. Yeah. And then you like spotted them at Trader <laughs> Joe's and we're like, bang, and put we're in the getting cart. these. Oh, I'm so glad you got them. They're so, so good. That was my flavor they of the are, week. They are worth it. My flavor of the week is... I am SNL Saturday Night Live obsessed. Um, yes. I don't really stay up until that time on a Saturday <laughs> night, so I tend to watch it on sun- Sunday mornings. So Sunday not- morning recorded. Yeah, it's not, not Saturday live. night or live, but I watched Sunday morning recorded. Um, and this week was so funny. They had this little SNL digital short. Like, they do these little, like, music videos that they create that are so uh-huh. hilarious. And this one was called Murder Show. You have to look it up. Like, go to their... Instagram page, I want to say it's SNL or Saturday Night Live or something. So funny. So funny. Like, basically, it's this girl, and she's at home, and her husband's, like, going out for the night, and she's like, okay, bye. And then what does she do while while he's gone? Watch murder shows. Watches murder shows. Like, how many of us is that? And it's just hilarious. Like, throughout the music video, they go into, like, oh, we're watching this murder show, but at the same time, like, eating pizza. The same time, folding clothes. At the same time, texting my sister to ask how my niece is doing. It's so funny and so relatable because you're like, that's me. Like, if I ever have any, like, mindless anything on, it's a murder show. Jeff legit thinks I am, like, a sociopath because I am so (laughs) into murder. And I mean that in the least creepiest way as possible, but I definitely, that song was, like, that, like, like spoke to me. me. Yes, same thing. (laughs) And I just feel like if you also are into, like, true crime murder shows, Anything like that, you will appreciate that SNL digital short. So give it a try. It's so funny. And that is my flavor of the week. All right. Well, um, as always, thank you for joining us for this episode. Don't forget to give us that five-star rate and review. We're really trying to get our name out there. So please spread the word. 
Please give us a follow on Instagram if you haven't already at Wine Over Matter Pod. You can also follow me, Laura, at Crunches Before Brunches and Steph at Authentically Steph. Thanks again, and we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers!